0: live what's up everybody welcome to episode 88 of next gen newsweek my name is mitch joining me we have richard hello in the vertical landscape we have steven in the vertical landscape no.
1: <laughs>
0: we have chase oh. and joining us for the second week in a row the wind elemental that lives outside my window you may hear him
1: <laughs>
0: howling in the background Uh, so we have, we have a lot of gaming news to talk about. Now that gaming news is starting to, um, pick back up again, it's coming back. Um, and on top of that, back when there wasn't any gaming news this week, I asked Reddit a question and they, they have woefully delivered on the response for the most unpopular trends in gaming, which we are going to be talking about later in the show. But before we get into that, I want to announce that we have started the official Facebook group for the show. We've had a page for forever, but now we have a group where we can actually interact with everyone and share news and memes and all that jazz that comes with that. Uh, Richard can't join it yet for another, what, <laughs> uh, I think um, I think I'm like 26, 26 days or 27. Or
2: 27 26, 26 or 27. 27.
1: Yeah.
0: So he, he can't join yet, but we've got it uh, going in there. So you can... Uh, Share topics yes. you want us to talk about on the show. Uh, you can also send trivia questions, but if you send them in there, people, everyone on the show will be able to see them. So maybe better to just privately message me on Facebook or on Twitter with those trivia questions. Um, so, yeah, that's something that we've started up. Hopefully, we'll get a lot of people in there. Where we can have some cool conversations and everything. So if you know anyone interested, just tell them to come join and hang out with us. Um, so before we get into the news, though, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. And for the first time in 88 episodes on this show, the majority of us at one point got together and played a video game together, which was yesterday. Me, Michael and Richard played Fortnite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and my little daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Richard, how was your first experience playing Fortnite? I didn't,
2: I didn't hate, hate it. it. um I don't think you know. I don't like. I've said this on multiple shows. I don't like multiplayer online games because it kind of ruins the whole immersion for me. But it, because I have absolutely no desire and no point for Fortnite, it actually works. So I didn't. I didn't need to feel immersed. Um, and it's yeah. I mean, in in a session with people that you know. I kind of get, get the, allure. the allure. Now I know, like I got a nephew that plays it all the time by himself, and I, you know, Maddie, yeah, she loves to play it by herself. I don't really understand that, um, but I mean, that's that's okay if you do. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I'd, I'll I don't want to put the put sentence together and say I like Fortnite because I don't know if I do or not. <laughs> but I enjoyed yesterday.
0: Yeah. So the context was. Um... I'm sitting at IHOP enjoying but, breakfast and Richard's like, my daughter can't get some challenge done in Fortnite. And then it turned into, let's help. And then we just had a whole army of people ready to go to get her her prowler stuff. Because so, I guess that...
2: Yeah, she she was was, the, it, was it was the, was the gun. gun. You, have yeah, to get, you, you had to get, get a thermal weapon and then get three headshots. headshots. But, but the, the thermal, thermal weapon, weapon the, the, the only guaranteed drop is to kill, kill was Sabertooth tooth, Mal, or, or that's, that's not his name, but it's something similar to that, on a blimp. Yeah. It was surprisingly, surprisingly difficult.
0: Yes. Cause he did, like I wasn't ready for him to because we all just landed on him pretty much and he beat the shit out of us the first time. And it was, it was just, it he
2: was teleports, teleports and then he also has that Melania type, Melania type you, move where he where can just, just like, like slash, slash around, around and can obliterate you pretty, pretty quick.
0: quick. Yep. Well anyway, what other games have you been playing this past week, Richard?
2: Uh, uh core, core Keeper. keeper. Um yeah, I know I've been peddling that, that game in the group. group. It is an early access game. It's available on Steam. Um, the best way I can describe it would be it's a little bit Terraria, uh, a little bit Stardew Valley, and a little bit Legend of Zelda, the old school, kind of like Link to the Past. Um, they just had a, I had to separate my computer from the internet and change my clock because I wasn't aware of the uh, timed Easter event until the day it expired. So I had to to spend my life on my PC just for a little while to be able to complete that. And uh, that that was an undertaking. I don't know how many hours I've already spent on Core Keeper because to actually complete uh, the Easter event, you have to complete the... I don't want to say the last boss. It's the most current last boss because, like I said, it is early access. And uh, that's that's no easy feat, um, but I'm having a really good time with it. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm looking forward to the. Uh, they've released a roadmap of how the developers see the the different components coming out, and uh, there, there's a lot of lore, a lot of story to it. That's that's pretty interesting. Um, but uh, well, just check it out. I don't know, I'll go off on that tangent. Is there's a lot of lore? We'll put it that way. Uh, aside from that, um, I don't think I've been playing anything else. No? Oh, No Man's Sky Expedition 6 launched. So I've been working my way through that.
0: Bet. Steven, we haven't seen you or heard from you in a, or on the show in a little while, so what all have you been up to gaming-wise?
3: Uh, I've been stuck uh, playing Sled the Spire. I absolutely love that game. It took me a long time to get it, though, because I was like... At the time, I didn't have the capacity to to play a strategy game, it was all about Call of Duty or something simple like Sonic or Stardew Valley or something like that. But after I, I went ahead and got the uh, the game pass for, for mobile, which, still in my eyes, it sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I did a little bit of uh, re- review checking and, and different stuff on Reddit and, and Twitter and stuff. And most people are saying, at the end of the day it just boils down to how fast your internet speed is because mm-hmm. um, I've tried uh, three different controllers I tried hooking the PlayStation controller to it the Xbox controller and the the Razer Kishi to it and if I'm just sitting somewhere without the internet I've got like close to a second button um lag delay and I mean, it's just awful. The the screen keeps tearing and I'm like, the graphics are awful. Like uh, when I hooked to the Internet, I mean, the the delay was virtually not there. Um, Screen didn't do as much tearing. It was still uh, tearing. Uh, And and I don't know what type of device, mobile device, you need to be on uh, to play some of these games. Um, Like No Man's Sky doesn't work really uh, great on the iPhone. what else was i playing um lost in random didn't play well surprisingly because the uh, file size on it is like a, a little bit over a little bit over like 30 percent less than um uh, no just because all the stuff they got going on on it. it doesn't play very well um so it's just all about what game you want to play and what your internet is looking like um but other than slate aspire Beat Stars, and that's pretty Beat much it. Star, yeah. Yes, I am in love with it. I was in love with it. I saw that Fallout Boy song. I was like, oh, let me get it in the wish list. I got it in the wish list, and I played it like six times back to back. I was like, yes, let, let me have this guy.
2: Yeah, I had. I've been trying to get uh, the weekend, and I finally got Blinding Lights. So
3: I
1: was like, yeah,
3: yeah, that was pretty fun too. It's have funny. you unlocked hard yet? Yeah, I've got like uh, four or five got, I got 28 songs all together, but I've only got like six hard songs.
0: It's funny you mentioned having issues with cloud streaming because a lot of the guys at work, they didn't know. Oh, we lost Richard. Um, Now I'm back. Somebody was trying to call. That uh, you could do that. Like they had no idea that you could uh, like cloud stream games and stuff like that. Um, So I brought brought my uh, PS5 controller. Which is sacrilege, I know, to pair up to my iPhone to uh, cloud (laughs) stream Xbox games, but I mean, uh, I was working at the Murfreesboro location, and where we're at there, we have that 5G ultra wide uh, signal, Mm -hmm. and uh, the speed on it, like on mobile, is like it was close to like 400 megabits per second. Like it's ridiculous, like how fast that speed is. and I mean, I was playing Forza Horizon 5 and like with no input delay, nothing. Um, just it was it worked seamlessly. So, I mean, it, it might just be something to do with your Internet connection, like where you're at. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was great. But anyway, Chase, what have you been playing?
4: Oh, yeah, I finished uh, RPG Golf Legends this week. Um, it's a fun story. I was playing that final dungeon and I ran out of supplies right at the end. And I can leave the dungeon, but if I do leave the dungeon, I'll lose all my progress in the dungeon. So I had to, like, I had to because I needed stuff. So I go back and I'm, you know, playing through the dungeon. And I get to this part where, like, I'm supposed to activate this device and raise a bridge. And and it shows that I've already activated the device. And the bridges are there. And I'm like, oh, man, it's, like, it's getting really frustrated. It's late. So I'm just like, all right. So, like, I took a screenshot. And I was like, you know, I tweeted it to the dev. So I was like, you know, I can't progress here. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, so I just like end up going to bed and I wake up and I reload the dungeon, try it again and I was like, man, I spent like 30 hours in this game and I just can't beat it. I'm like right there at the end and then like all of a sudden like it just hits me. I was like, oh wait, I was supposed to hit this other switch that's out of view of the screen. So you have to like use your golfing skills to hit like a, like a button like on like, like a platform like that's out of view of the screen. Um, so once I did that, I beat the game shortly after. And then I went back and cleaned up all the trophies, got the platinum. Um, so yeah, like if you if you like if you like RPG games and you like if you like those like fun golfing games, this is a super fun game to play. After that, I started this uh, adventure game called like it's a it's a puzzle game called Cardo. And you're uh, you play as a girl named Cardo, which is short for t- cartographer. Has been separated from her grandmother in like a strange land, and you got to figure out your way to get back to her. So the game's mechanic is like you finding pieces of this map, and you go into the map and you you place the pieces of the map, and then however you however you place the pieces of the map on the on the screen on the grid, it uh, it changes how you how you play the game. So you can you can move those pieces around like a puzzle, and you know you you progress through the story like that. So. Um, but it's like um, like you have to like match up road like if there's a on the on the map there's a road leading out and you have to match up a road to that side or like a tree like trees like a forest on one side then you have to match up trees on that side and if you so you get clues from your you know the NPCs they're like like you know you know this this person lives here can you find their house or whatever so you have to like match up the tiles like in a certain way and all of a sudden like you know another map piece will pop up. So it's actually a really, really interesting game. Really interesting mechanic. Uh, uh, in the, the 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 game has like beautiful artwork. It's not very long. Uh, it is on consoles and PC. And lastly, I've been playing a game called Inkin in- which is a turn-based tactical tactical RPG uh, about a group of troublesome ma- magic students trying to uncover some dark secrets happening in their uh, campus. So the game uses timing mechanics to power up your spells or block incoming attacks. It feels like it, I'm playing like a Harry Potter style game, but it's got like the the, the timing attacks of like Super Mario RPG. So like um, like it feels really really good. The story's incredible. Half the time I'm like, why is this game not a movie yet? Um,
3: the, what is yes, this on?
4: It's it's uh, it's on all all I think everything right now. It's called oh, okay. it's called Fell. It's on consoles and PC. Um. But uh, yeah, like, like so, like as you're going along, the game, the gameplay becomes more and more challenging. You add more party members to your uh, to your party, um, and like if if you don't block those attacks right, or if you don't strategize your defenses, it's game over. Um, and it's and it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm nearing the end of it. Uh, it's definitely moved up on my list of like games of the year for me um the person that made this game is working on a new game with the creator of celeste called earthblade which i believe will be out next year
0: nice
2: i always take notes notes when chase talks (laughs) (laughs) you need need a blog man you really do like you don't have to have have videos or nothing you just need a blog talking about like this random shit that you come across because i have the stuff i never hear about it until you talk about it or,
0: right. or chase can start posting in the group saying, "Hey, I just played this. Here's why it's really cool." And then just, <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, 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 that can be- <laughs> reel that back, Mitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, um, stuff I've been playing. Uh, I mean, obviously, I played Fortnite yesterday for like, God, I think I probably played it for three hours because I played it after Richard and Michael got off for a little bit. Um, what else? Oh, I I got my second platinum trophy ever it's now becoming a problem um, uh <laughs> um, i platinumed uh south park the stick of truth which has more trophies in it than elden ring does which is absolutely ridiculous um and obviously like i try really hard to not um look at the hidden trophies but then sometimes you just kind of have to because you're just like what the hell yeah and one, of them was like, <laughs> one of them was like you have to fart on somebody um as like using Cartman's little, like, it's always about something with farting. It was like all the ones that I missed. And it was like one. Yeah. Like oh, I got to use Cartman. You got to fart on somebody 20 times in battle. And then um, w- there's a part in the game that, it, you know, like the whole thing is this picking fun. at every game having like Nazi zombies in it at some point. And so they're making fun of that. And there's like, you're in a God, you're in an abortion clinic and there's Nazi zombie aborted babies. And you have to fart on one, and it's like <laughs> just <laughs> the trophy's called too far. Like if that makes sense. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, it, like I already had a lot of the trophies. Like, I'm trying to find games that I've gotten close to platinuming and is going back and trying to get the rest of the trophies. <laughs> and that one, it was like you're missing some, but there are certain things that you can miss completely unless you start a new playthrough. So I just started mm. a new playthrough with it to get all the trophies done so yeah it's it was uh it only took i think seven or eight hours but i broke it up over several days so i wasn't gonna sit there and do it all at once um but yeah i did that and i think that's it oh i'll play smash brothers but that's that's nothing different so i don't usually count that i just, <laughs> I just get intoxicated and beat up on uh, our friend quentin and smash it's <laughs> usually how that goes all right let's jump in to the gaming headlines for this week we're gonna start with uh xenoblade chronicles 3 uh and splatoon 3 because it's see they seemingly have kind of like behind the scenes flipped release dates uh because splatoon 3 was kind of like everyone kind of thought it was a summer game it wasn't actually or it wasn't like slated for an early summer release, but Xenoblade 3 was scheduled to come out in late September. They moved Xenoblade up to July 29th. And then they, like a day or two later, announced that Splatoon 3 was coming out in September. So it's like, it kind of just seemed like Splatoon wasn't ready yet. Then they just flipped their release dates on those two. Um, are, are, we haven't really talked a lot about Xenoblade on the show. I don't think if anyone plan on picking that up. I know we've talked about Splatoon. Yeah, show. I'm
4: I definitely know. picking it up.
2: No. No, <laughs> I am boycotting <laughs> Nintendo
0: until they give you Advance Wars.
2: I am not buying another Switch, Switch game after Switch, Switch sports, sports until they release Advance
0: <laughs> Wars. <laughs> Fair enough, Stephen. What about you, man? You a Xenoblade fan? Uh, like,
3: I, like I said in the group, like. like I had it um, way back when I played like 45 minutes and like I like the concept and the art style for its time but like it never really clicked to me like okay I'm gonna finish this game and in the future I'm gonna play another one. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what's holding me back from it because like I had no problems with the game at all like it was it was a good game but I I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick it up. One, because I don't know how much storyline I'm going to be missing. Um, because I haven't even watched a Let's Play on it anything. So I, I really don't know anything about the game. Uh, I think
4: that the uh, the games are connected. Like I think they're like in a shared world or separate timelines or whatever.
3: So it's not like um, all these events are happening pretty much around the same time, but just in different areas of their... The world. This is an actual timeline.
4: Yeah, I think they're different different timelines.
0: Yeah, from what <laughs> I've heard, uh, from again, Quentin, he's like the biggest Xenoblade nut I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> it has something to do with like the the expansion for Xenoblade on, like the remaster of Xenoblade for the Switch, and the DLC for Xenoblade Two are kind of connected, but and kind of connect into the third game, but like for the most part, not really like, I mean, they, they have, like, a shared universe, but they're not taking, it's not, like, direct sequels or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Maybe, I'm, I'm interested, I just, every time you, like, look at it, it's like, oh, the average gameplay time to beat is, like, 60 hours, and which, for me, means it's, like, 80 hours, because I don't play JRPGs, and <laughs> so it'd be, like, this is mm-hmm. way more, like, you know, like I think the average time to complete Elden ring was like 60 70 hours and I did it in 115. <laughs> so I'm just not ready to do that again I'm enjoying not having a massive open world game to play
4: <laughs> that's kind of what I'm in the middle of doing right now like I have like I have like so many games that I've purchased over the past few months so I've just been like trying to knock out like not big games
0: yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three has been moved up to July 29th. and Splatoon Three is now launching in September, which it, I was kind—that was kind of like a good summer game to play. So I'm kind of bum. I mean, it's still technically summer. I don't think summer ends until like September 22nd or something. But you know, you're cutting it close. And now I got to play Switch Sports and make that last all summer. Which, by the way, that comes out <laughs> on Friday. Yes. Everybody buy Switch Sports. I will beat oh. every one of you bowling. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Kind of briefly mentioned Elden Ring. We've talked about Elden Ring probably every week since Elden Ring has come out in some capacity. Um, This time, though, is not about speedruns or game-breaking glitches, but the fact that somebody is working on a demake of Elden Ring for the Game Boy, not the Game Boy Color, the original Game Boy. He's streaming all of his work that he's doing on Twitch what is this dude's name? I already forgot his name. But he's streaming all the development process on uh, Twitch. It's uh, Shin- Shintendo TV, if you want to watch him do it. But he's he is creating a Game Boy make of Elden Ring and supposedly it is going to also work on original hardware, which means that you'll be able to, if you have a way of getting a, I don't know, I guess how that would work, an SD card reader inside of a Game Boy pack, maybe? I don't know how you do that. <laughs> but However, you can get this game onto a Game Boy Color, you or Game Boy, you will be able to play it, uh, which is fantastic. Um, There is a brief uh, video out where you can see uh, all of his work that he's done so far. Pretty much, he has created all of Limgrave, or he has a play. He's hoping to have a playable version of the Limgrave area uh, out by the end of May for people who want to play this. I mean, this is still like I mean, I think it's like one dude doing this. It's gonna take mm-hmm. especially a game like Elden Ring, it's gonna take forever to um get through. He I the video clip I saw um pretty much just showed him fighting the uh that opening tutorial boss, whatever that thing's called, that uh, mm-hmm. amal- amalgamation of limbs, as I call it. <laughs> it's, it's just like it's like a, a crab shell with like fourteen mm-hmm. arms coming out of it. Really like uh, uh what is that dude? Um uh, the Cronenberg—it's like a Cronenberg monster, uh, with swords. So yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. best way to put it. Uh, but yeah, that—it's—he's hoping to have a playable demo slash the first area completed by the end of May. And if I owned a Game Boy or an analog pocket, I would probably play it. But I don't own either of those things, so I'm just gonna have to watch other people enjoy it instead.
1: Just—that's so, uh,
2: that's that's the, the only, only way. way. You surely you can emulate it. it.
0: Probably,
4: yeah. Probably,
0: but
2: I don't know. I might check you, it out. I, I, like, I like those D makes, but he, he's not going to finish it. Know, Nobody I ever does. That's, that's like, like the Bloodborne D make. That, that was like, like really d-make. cool, but it's you yeah, know they I released that, that playable way. option and it was awesome. 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 And then man, yeah. I, think I think somewhere along, along the line they're like, you know, I'm not getting paid for this, and that's a lot of work. It really is. So
0: I like. But I wish him
2: all the best.
0: I want to play the Bloodborne card. <laughs> like just, just why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, we got some new details about uh, the all-new PlayStation Plus coming out in a couple of months. Uh, Chase, you are more uh, versed in PlayStation Plus than I am. You want to share some news about this? I know we got some release dates. Have they announced anything about like uh, what games? Are coming out with
4: they, they still have not released that <clears throat> they said that you know I believe that they said um uh it's gonna be like 700 games or something like that that's gonna be available for this service and it's gonna be you know PlayStation one two and three games I I believe that they are all streaming I did I I, I want to say like I read like a few I know that a, PSP as well.
3: PSP really? Oh,
4: nice. really? <clears throat> um, yeah, like I believe that. S- so I know that some of the PS Now games you have the option to download or stream. Um, I'm not sure about these older games because I know that uh, the PS3 hardware was so vastly different than current hardware, um, and there's not really good emulation out for that right now. So it, that the PS3 games may be. St- only so we'll we'll see
2: the the last thing i read that was the thing that that ps3 was streaming streaming only um playstation 1 2 and the playstation PlayStation portable games games, you you have the option you can either download download or stream stream, as far as those go go. okay
0: when will they learn to just develop things on a universal way oh they did that (laughs) can you imagine though like playstation 7 they're like oh we're putting ps5 games on this service but like uh, because of some dumb way that uh, Housemark made Returnal or something, and we're going to have to stream it only. <laughs> some dumb shit. But, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so the news that broke about this is the, the expected release dates uh, for the, the new service rolling out to different countries. Uh, let's see. So all Asian markets, excluding Japan, which is kind of odd, uh, is currently targeting May 23rd for the rollout of the service. Japan itself will be the following week on June first, followed by the uh, North America on June thirteenth, and then Europe on the twenty second. The um, Wind Elemental is uh, praising this news. And this yes, it is yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, praising it. But anyway, so it's rolling out. It's kind of weird that, like you know, especially with Sony being a Japan based. Company to not roll out the service first in Japan, but other just Asian markets besides them.
2: Japan Japan probably probably already has it; they just don't tell (laughs) anybody.
0: Probably, (laughs) they're
2: playing it it right now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. So anyway, you got something to look forward to. A bunch of new, much more games to add to your catalog. Chase. Uh, (laughs) Beginning of June, (laughs) just you got until then to get all your stuff done.
4: Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'll do all that.
0: I want the
2: original <laughs> Midnight Club on there, the very first one. It was a PS2 title. Man, I used I was like, I just got out of high school. I used to drink the hell out of... Um, oh, it tastes disgusting. What is it?
0: Nanny Light. Southern
2: <laughs> Comfort. Southern Comfort. I used to drink Southern <laughs> Comfort out of the bottle and play Midnight Club. I have such... Awesome memories. I'm not going to drink this Southern Comfort when I play this time, but I, I can't wait to revisit that.
4: They said that uh, the, the, the Siphon Filter games have been uh, been raided, So they, that, those may be coming.
0: The Wind Elemental says ew Southern Comfort.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a it's rough.
0: Man. I'm a translator. I'm like, I'm the, the Air Elemental Whisperer. I can translate that for you.
2: That and Jägermeister, I don't know. You oh, to drink, drink things, things when you're younger, and, younger, and you, you look in hindsight, hindsight, and you're like, why?
3: My sister he, used to go when to I, I was drinking it, I was like, why?
0: <laughs> <laughs> My sister will carry around two Dr. Pepper bottles. One of them has Dr. Pepper in it, and the other one has Jägermeister in it, and she'll just take turns. To st- <laughs> it's the only way to make it through family gatherings. I don't know. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's, the taste is not far off. I, I mean, I would... because Dr. Dr. Pepper... Pepper- yeah, I, I could see, see that.
0: that. Dr. Pepper's, I don't know. Dr. Pepper's got the 11 herbs and spices of uh, sodas in it. So, I mean, I never,
2: never understood. What they call like a power bomb or something, or something where you like, have like uh, it's, you, yep. it's Red Bull power and then you, then you drop or, a or, shot or, of you know, Jägermeister, Jägermeister, Jägermeister in it and then drink it.
3: Mm-hmm. it I never saw bomb. it
2: done. I heard them talk about it and I heard, you know, it's easy to chip, chip a tooth. A tooth. I've only in my head, I guess the head they just—they just, literally dropped the entire shot glass yeah. into the yeah. red Hole yeah. and then
0: you—I've only yeah, ever it just seen seems... that. And it was called an Irish car bomb, and I think it's the same thing. It's Jägermeister and then like a cream liqueur or something like that. Uh, they put like the shot of cream I mean, liqueur in the. Or I don't know. They're
3: they're doing something right on their brand, but I just feel like they. They pulled straws to see who was gonna be in charge of making Jaegermeister. And it just happened to be that <laughs> one guy that nobody really liked at the plant that ate black licorice all the time. And it's like he dumped yeah, a whole year to apply where the Jaegermeister name is oh oh my goodness. Okay, let's move on.
0: Welcome to Next Gen Liquor Week. Um <laughs> 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 All right. Let's uh let's jump did the complete opposite direction to saints row because saints Row has got a massive new trailer showing off all of the new customization options within the game and before i turn this over to richard because he's very excited about this um i love this headline that IGN's cat bailey put out that says saints row customization will let you be a gun-toting furry with nothing but an eggplant detail for decal for modesty and i love that headline article i think it is great and sums it up very well but Richard, you watched this whole thing and you were very excited about everything that you saw.
2: It's, it's my, my game of, of the year. <laughs> it's it's better, better, than <laughs> better than Elden Ring. I've not even played it yet. I know it's better than Elden Ring. You know, wait, are, are, hold on. Are we going to yeah, talk uh, about what I, uh, uh, I talked about or are we going to save, save that for the trends? Has it has to do, to do with the little, little stickers. stickers. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <They're>, either way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, right, so... um. I mean, you're just going to have to watch, watch the, video. the video. They, they, they cram so much into, into that. And, you know, you know one, of one of the common the things, things is that it looks, looks like Fortnite. Fortnite. And I actually, I actually think, think it, it does. Uh, the game really does it's look like Fortnite, Fortnite now that I've, I've spent, spent some time playing, playing that. that. And I don't think it's that's a, a bad thing. thing. I think it's, it's an art style that kind of keeps it separate. And I think that timing-wise, it's really going to do well because – when the very first one came out, it came out for the Xbox 360, and it was in this weird gap where we didn't have any kind of Grand Theft Auto. It had been so long, and it just it sold well. It I don't want to say it killed GTA, but I mean it definitely like took a huge like. It created a fan base, and I think that we're in that same kind of area right now where everybody's been playing the same Grand Theft Auto for the, the past decade. And there's nothing new about it. They may add another car or something like that, or just it's just people's playing the same game. And now we got this, and it's all new. You know, it's developed with next gen in mind. And then with this kind of level of customization, I hate that they got away from that after the original San Andreas because with CJ, you could really make CJ your own. You know, you could be like this fat, overweight you know, fat black guy, or you could be like this, like really toned, you know, you could dress. I mean, it, it had a level of customization to the character that didn't change him, but it certainly gave you the ability to make it your own. And then, I don't know, they stepped away from that. Suddenly, you know, like if you're Trevor, then you look like some white track head no matter what clothes you put on. And I don't know that kind of, I know they it's more story based, but I hate that in an open-world game like that. I like being able to make it your own. But now they've doubled down because, you know, you can be – you don't even have to be human uh, in this new Saints Row, which is, which is kind of corny. Uh, I know one of the biggest complaints was that Saints Row went downhill because of how outlandish it got. I actually share that opinion. But I think they're reeling it in a little bit to an extent as far as story goes. But customization-wise, Wow. You can do everything, and they're bringing back the layered clothing look. So you know you can wear a hoodie over your favorite T-shirt. If you want to be blue, you can be blue. If you, I I think in the trailer I saw something that looked very, very close to Shrek. You you can't make Shrek identical (laughs) because then you get issues. But uh, cybernetic limbs. If you want to go cyberpunk, of course. If you watch any gameplay trailers, you know there's a gang that's sort of you know cyber related. And And not just that, it's it's weaponry. weaponry. Um, And you can do so much uh, in terms of customizing weaponry. You can do so much in terms of customizing your car. The car customization just looks unreal. And it just looks awesome. Yep. And it's game of the year.
0: I went to... Now...
1: (laughs) No, no, go ahead. I was going to say,
0: the only uh, I was uh, getting the, uh, the headline article to put in the show notes, and the first picture that pops up is a cybernetic-looking person. And I didn't notice this the first time I saw some of that video because I was watching it on my phone, I guess. But you can have fucking candy corn teeth. Like, just, like, it's crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's great. unreal, the <laughs> options. Okay, And, you know, if you go, if you go back, back and look, and look at past, past Saints Row, you know, they, 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 they unleash, like... like unleash they release pack after pack of different content so it's so robust now but you know that there's going to be like style compacts or style
0: what am i saying content
2: style packs not compacts but style packs and stuff like that for release you know i'm sure i'm sure if you want to create johnny gat because i know it's every damn like thread column people are bitching because there's no johnny Gat. it's like they don't understand the concept of separate realities i thought that dc and marvel i figure if you if you live now and you don't know the concept of like alternate timelines and stuff then i don't know what you've been doing anyway i i saw one of the clips and they had little stickers over a dude's nipples all right so and then they they they, they removed them and you could see the guy's nipples And then the same thing with, like, a female character, but you can't remove the stickers. All right? Now, look, parts of this is going to make me sound like a perv. That's not what I'm going for. This is all about equality. Apparently, it's okay to see the entire booth. All right? There's no issue with that whatsoever. It's the nipple. The nipple's the problem. So that's why I put the sticker on the nipple. The nipple looks remarkably the same on males and females. So why... Is it a problem on the female body and not the male body? Well, I, I know you guys don't have an answer. Nobody has an answer. I want someone to give me an answer. Firstly, why is it just the nipple that's the problem? And then secondly, why is the male nipple okay if the female nipple is not okay? Now, to add more <laughs> complexity to this issue, I have seen full frontal boobage in God of War, Far Cry Three, um,
3: Cyberpunk Two, Cyberpunk,
2: Cyberpunk, yeah, um, yeah. Wait, uh, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs Two, I believe. So it
1: exists.
2: It exists. All right, we have full female boobage in games.
4: But it not, may have to do something with the ratings, but is it, it it's, 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 it's going to be M-rated?
2: Yeah, it is, but not for the player character. Hmm. So is that the thing? And if that's the thing, why is that a thing? I mean, so like, you can't, can't see the say genitalia of the player of the character, player but other NPCs is okay. So that doesn't, doesn't make sense. sense. How do they write, write that, that up, up in their rules? I don't
0: know. I know. It's it's, It's weird. I can guarantee you that the United States and Japan are like the most lenient with the ratings on that stuff, but definitely in other countries, especially Australia and China and most of Europe, they are very cautious with that stuff, so I guarantee you that that stuff is going to be cut from those versions of the game because it's... They're very strict on that kind of stuff.
2: There, there's one more add-on to this. And I know this is an odd tangent, but now this, this goes to the lower genitalia. Now. now it's covered on both. I almost said species on both genders. It's covered on both genders. That's fine. That's cool. You know, for females, I mean, not really anything fair to cover, but you know, for males, understand it. There is something there. However, so when, so when you look at, at something, something like, like uh, I think this was available, available in, in Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, it's available in that Conan game, but it's grayed it's out on the PlayStation, PlayStation where you, where can, you can, can actually adjust, adjust, adjust the size of the male endowment. endowment. But, but you, you never, never see, see it. it. Except, yeah. now, now, same, now, same, same console. console. Play this on PlayStation and it's streaming. It's, on PlayStation, it's on, PlayStation on PlayStation now. So you can play it on any console that has the ability to stream PlayStation, PlayStation now. now. Dante's Inferno, the very last boss, you have to fight the devil. The entire time, he has this huge crank just swinging between his legs. It's not grayed out. It's not pixelated. It's obvious. And it's like, why is that there? Like, why is that okay, but I can't change the length of my player characters on Conan or even – there's just so many – there's so many things that aren't allowed, but they're allowed. And it's, it's like, Why?
0: I think. Right. Well, I haven't played Dante's Inferno, but I imagine that the devil is a red monster in that game.
2: When what you fight, fight him, him, he has that. that uh, I don't know if you said the Baphomet kind of like well, You know, like he's got like the goat like legs, legs, but then from, from the, the waist up, he's kind of humanoid with horns, and
0: so his crank
2: is very humanoid. It doesn't look like a dragon one or something. I think.
0: I think the problem is with it being a human. Character, and not—I mean, if he's part goat or whatever—I imagine they consider that like a monster. I don't know the—that's
2: so area. strange. I mean, you, you might, might be onto something, to something, but I mean, man, because
4: like in uh the, in the, with the Persona Shin Megami series, there's that Mara character, which is the giant, giant cock, the, the, yeah, with, with the, the wheels. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep.
2: So okay, so in Conan. If they would put wheels on the side of the junk, would they suddenly <laughs> unlock that?
1: That's all you need.
2: You know, uh, I don't know. I would. I would love either like a written explanation or just something to make sense of all that stuff. Because then on, on, and this is kind of like the root of it. You know, the developers they put it in there. Yeah. that's another good question too. Why? Because Because it it has has no mechanic in the game whatsoever. whatsoever. Speaking specifically to Conan, you know, it it doesn't matter if you're like that or like that, you know, the game's still the same.
0: I I, I don't know about Conan. My theory with at least the Cyberpunk side of it, uh, because that was the first game I've ever played that had options like that. And um, I think the concept behind Cyberpunk is that the V character. Is supposed to be you, like I mean, it's, he's he's not like a silent protagonist, not like your Link or whatever, but like you know, you are supposed to assume the role of V in this game, and they give you they wanted to give you all of the creative freedom to make him look him or her look exactly like how you look, I guess, or you, or you can be crazy about it, like however you want. But I mean, to your point, the only time you ever see his dick again, I think, is if you are, I think you can take a shower. And it's there, and like, mm-hmm. which, but I, I think the one time I took a shower in that game though, like he was covered up, so it didn't really make any difference either way. Right. So I don't, I don't get
2: it. Yeah, um, it, it seems odd to add that.
0: It seems like they just hired like someone who just draws porn, and like, hey, we're gonna hire you to, we're gonna freelance you out to just work on the genital customization in this game, and then that's it. But, or maybe
2: but it's just to create a headline, out. you know.
3: I think we figured it out. Could be they're using this as a tax write-off. That's all it is. They're they're trying to spend the rest <laughs> of that money for the budget for the fiscal year. And they're like, let's hire a porn star game designer and let's just charge off the rest of this money. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that's I, all it is.
0: I only accepted this because I wanted to add. I I coded the genitals in cyberpunk to my Twitter bio. Like that's the only reason why. <laughs> 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 all right. Let's jump into this last bit of news, and it involves everyone's favorite blue rodent, Sonic the Hedgehog, because Sega is a bunch of idiots, and we're going to tell you why Sega is a bunch of idiots. Uh, Sonic Origins was announced last week, or we got its pre-order came up, and they released this very handy little chart that tells you everything you get whenever you buy Sonic Origins, depending on where you buy it and what form of media you buy it through. Uh, so obviously, you can buy the game. It's $40. You get just the game but there's also a digital deluxe edition and a bunch of different pre-order bonuses and different content packs you can buy that uh pretty much lock off different random bullshit from this game like uh usually whenever somebody okay for instance a pre-order a call of duty it comes with like i don't know like a weapon skin or in-game currency something like that if you pre-order Sonic Origins, here's what you get with it. You uh, get the mirror mode, you get uh, different backgrounds for the text boxes, and bonus coins. And if you buy the premium fun pack, you get hard mode, um, character animations in the main menu, camera controls over the main menu islands, and character animations during music islands. Um, yeah. So, they don't know how to do downloadable content or make stuff worth it to get it. But the only way to get everything that this game offers is to pre-order it digitally. And so, you're paying $45. Everything that they've added is a $5 purchase that they're locking behind a paywall. And then certain things are only available if you pre-order the game digitally and not pre-order it physically. So, um... Richard, I love that look on your face of just what the hell did you just say? Because that's, that's exactly how it was reading this out.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know, man. I hope it works for him.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, sound like it, but I don't know. You know, people people do do stupid things. So even like big big companies, they do stupid things.
0: I don't know. It's like why not just. Say hey, here is Sonic Origins. It's forty five dollars, and this is everything it comes with. Have a nice day. Like just
1: yeah,
2: let's you do know, that. just let's do that. Or I mean, like, what are they offering? They're they're offering character, what character animations. The what the hell? hell? Yeah, I mean, could you imagine like if that's like the you know the, the next Mario? If you pay five more dollars when you run, it actually looks like Mario's running. <laughs> i mean you know like, like what, what, what is, is this, this? We're, i don't know we're, yeah. re,
0: we're re-releasing mario 64 again but if you don't give us five extra dollars you cannot tug on his face on the main menu it's just static.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. So. I, I, I read that headline i uh, read that article and that gave me time to to join the dark side as you would say uh richard i'm on i'm with you on this It's like, how do you make a Sonic game hard other than the fact that their controls are going to be glitchy? The game's going to be buggy. It's all hell. It's like day one is going to be unplayable. I know it is. Um, This is
0: supposedly. You you can't make. Not to cut you off, but supposedly mm -hmm. this Sonic Origins collection made by the same people that did the Sonic Mania collection, which I think was pretty good when it came out. So there is hope. But anyway, continue.
3: So how, how many Sonic teams do they have? Because, I mean, it seemed like uh, towards different generations of, of people they had a new team, uh, where did they start going wrong? Sonic Heroes was god-awful. What?
0: Um, Sonic Heroes was awesome.
3: <laughs> not, That's the only Sonic game line. I've ever played. <laughs> not from a storyline perspective. it's It's pretty good. And... The the concept of the uh, mechanics is awesome. Real grinding broken. Um there were certain parts on um the Halloween stage, um Eggman's final stage. Like there were so many parts that were scattered around on that game that was like broken. And I can't remember how much time I spent on it, because I um I had it on GameCube. But um uh, I can guarantee you I spent a very good chunk playing the final boss only because it glitched out right before I got to him. Mm. Clipped straight through through. the floor, fell to the ground. Um, There was was one time I was like, okay, I got time to blow before work. I'm going to try to beat this in 45 minutes, and then I'm going to go ahead and head off. I called out of work to try to beat this game. (laughs) (laughs) And it had nothing to do with difficulty. It's just... I glitched and clipped in the exact same spot. I tried from a different angle. I tried going on a different rail to the last platform. Nothing worked. I returned the game. (laughs) Bought another one thinking there was something wrong with the disc. Same issue. So I'm like, I I didn't know what to say at that point. And just when um, Richard was going on his spiel about how Sonic isn't changing, it seems like it's just kind of stay the same and everybody's leaving it behind despite he's supposed to be the fastest thing alive um i'm like yeah that kind of makes sense and i'm, I'm kind of ready for this disaster
0: <laughs> it makes uh you brought up sonic heroes and i'm just making sure i'm i'm correct sonic heroes is the one where you had the good team and the bad team and you switched between them hitting like X yeah. And Z.
3: yeah
0: okay so Grand Theft Auto 5 stole that idea from Sonic Heroes. Ooh. So, yeah, where well you switch characters huh? by pressing a button, you just they stole it from oh. Sonic Heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Sonic did do something. Crazy. <laughs> um, we were a question about like, so- the teams working on Sonic. Sonic Mania started as like a fan project. Like there was like a couple of people that were going working on remastering uh some of the whatever Sonic games Mania is based off of. Um, and Sega actually hired them to work on Sonic remasters, and this is like the second project with them. So,
1: so it's what like a, a bunch project. of
2: kids,
0: bunch of new <laughs> talent. So
2: but new, new talent. talent, okay. Sorry, Green. Green. And they're gonna hand them like <laughs> Sonic, <laughs> which was like I mean that was to Sega what Mario was to Nintendo. I mean that was like a flagship. They're like, hey, look at these kids. They're working on a game. Let's well, to be- just hand it off to them.
0: To be fair, Mario Odyssey was worked on by a completely new team of people, and that's probably one of the best 3D Mario games that's ever been made. So,
2: there is... What a a bold bold claim.
1: claim. (laughs) I mean,
0: I said, I didn't say the best, I said one of the best because nothing beats Mario Sunshine. Anyway, uh, moving... <laughs> no, I agree with that. Man,
2: Sunshine. Dude, I love Sunshine. I don't know if you're saying that sarcastically, but Sunshine was
0: uh oh, well, fond memories. Not, I'm not trying to put uh, Mario Galaxy down, but um, there's four other Mario 3D games that are better than it. But, anyway. Oh,
2: you said Odyssey was developed by a new... Yeah. Oh, okay, no. Galaxy is what I don't like.
0: No, Galaxy. Sorry, Galaxy. I had a
2: brain fart moment.
0: Galaxy. I don't like Galaxy. But anyway, we don't have. Yeah, to- yeah.
2: I didn't I care, care much like for Galaxy, Galaxy either. Odyssey, Odyssey was, was good.
0: good. I loved Mario. Mario Odyssey it was great.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, that's going to bring us to our big topic for this week, which was uh, unpopular trends in gaming. And what started this was uh, Xbox and PlayStation both saying that they were exploring putting ads in free-to-play games i guess to work on like making money off of them and stuff and i we were talking about it and i was like you know several months ago we did a have an ask reddit thing for unpopular opinions on video games and it went really well there was a lot of people that they had a lot of stuff they needed to get off their chest with that that uh <laughs> that reddit thread uh this one a is, lot of it, beers it, inhale yeah, there was uh there was still a lot of people in here. A lot of people sharing the same sentiment uh towards uh unpopular trends that they uh, wanted to share. But before we get into the stuff that uh, we got from Reddit, I would like to just ask all of you, what is your what is an unpopular trend in gaming or something unpopular in gaming uh, that has happened that you are not a fan of? I think. Uh, while you think about it, I, I think mine uh, really started off with like, I mean, long time ago, it was microtransactions. They've kind of <laughs> become more uh, accepted nowadays. Um, but I really started thinking about this topic a lot whenever uh, I think it was Ubisoft said we're going to start looking into adding NFTs into games, um, which sounds cool. Like, OK, I could buy w- whatever it was and it's going to carry over between whatever game to the next game and the next game like it's something that stays with me and keeps going and then shortly after that i don't think it was them but some other game introduced nfts took a bunch of money from people they were really excited like okay this is the future and then the game shut down (laughs) and now they've just lost all of that stuff that they put all their money into and that's like the big fear is like you know with microtransactions like okay i know that i'm buying something specifically for whatever game I'm playing, it doesn't carry over. It's just like an in-game purchase. But when people start promising this skin or something is going to carry on to the next th- the next game that you buy, that's whenever it becomes a problem because now they can't. There's no way that you're going to be able to hold them to what they said. But anyway, does anyone else have an unpopular opinion? Or unpopular, kind of I'm trying to go the trend. Like so.
3: Two- but- Go go ahead. I was oh, sorry.
4: I look at like a, like a kind of look at two parter. Which, which when I when I say both of them together, they kind of sound like they contradict each other. But um, it's like when crappy games get like a physical release, like uh, games like Crazy Chicken Shooter or was it Panda Hero Remastered? Those games are just terrible games, but they have like physical releases and. And there are games that really deserve, like, a good physical release, like Psychonauts 2, Lost in Randoms, still doesn't have a physical release. Um, and there are countless fan favorites that are, you know, the community are begging for. They're like, you know, like, can you please put this on the disc? And, like, um, and those games would sell very well, uh, I don't, even if, if you do, like, a low-number release. Like, they, those would sell out. Um, but even though I'm saying that, it sucks when you can't buy digital games anymore. Like you know, we're talking about the game preservation a while back. Um, with the with the Nintendo 3DS store closing, the prices on those games have skyrocketed over the past few months. Um, I believe that uh, it's like a certain Fire Emblem campaign that you can only get um, through a uh, the collector's edition cartridge. Um, once oh. the, once the store closes. And those those cartridges those cartridges are going from anywhere from like two to seven hundred dollars on eBay right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure, sure Richard has not He's going to go bring them in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought maybe he had an emergency or something. Anyway.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs>
0: um, anyway, uh, Stephen, what you got?
3: So I don't know if I'm going to call it. Um ad progression or uh, ad walling or uh, what the correct term is for it. Um, I only see in mobile games. Um, you know, you you download a game and you want to play it as something relaxing or it's that few minutes before you go to bed you want to play this game and then you got that few minutes after a cup of coffee before you go to work you want to play this game and you have the ads. All right? and most of the games they have uh, where you can go ad-free for how much ever money. Um, but it's the ads themselves that are in these games. It's these interactive ads to where you can play the game, and you'll see the same ad over and over and over and over. And I'm like, okay, um, I'll give you an example. It's a game called Envoy, I want to say, to where you have to slide the little the metal Pieces to get the gold and avoid the monster and use the la- uh, the water to, to cool off the lava and stuff like that. All right, you know, I'm like it's been pounded in my head to try the game. Download the game. Game is nothing like the ad. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's actually a um, a theorist out there. Uh, name of the channel is Game Theory. He um he did something on that. You know should that be something that's actually legal? Because you know, it's at this point, it's false advertisement. Yeah, you may have it in your game, but you've got to play 30 levels before you can get to that actual mini game, and that mini game only lasts a couple of minutes, and then you're back to doing whatever they originally intended for the game. Number two is okay. I'm sick of watching this ad, but there's no clicking off of some of these ads without playing these ads. Uh, You've got some of them where They have a little finger that's kind of hovering animation to tell you what to do and everything. And I just wanted to test it out myself just to see how long it was. 17 minutes. Oh my God. Before I decided to just click off of it. That ad sat on my phone for 17 minutes. And I'm like, that's unnecessary. Like Mm -hmm. I understand that ads are revenue. You know, you you want to get things going. But if you're not doing idiotic things like that with the intent of making your game better or it going towards a better development team for the next game or something like that, at that point, it's a rip-off. It's a turn-off, and that's just... You're discrediting yourself at this point doing things like that. That is, like, my number one. I hate it.
0: I think um, Ra- Raid Shadow Legends... Um long time ago they wanted me to play their game so they had a trailer or a commercial that had kate upton in it and then like like oh play raid shadow legends and i'll be in it or something and i was like you mean i can play a game with kate upton in it and so i downloaded it and then she's not in it and i was like well i'm not playing this it was false advertisement. <laughs>
3: exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly
2: and you uh, can, can see, see her, her boobs in the commercial, commercial but not her nipples, nipples.
1: <laughs> and they had, they
4: had them covered so. There was one uh there was one mobile game and they were advertising it was it was like some kind of like zombie survival game. Um but they were showing footage from days gone in their video. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Too. I oh yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And then
0: they've
2: gotten like really outlandish. I don't know if like I don't know if it's be unpopular. I just thought it was stupid. Um, there's some mobile game out right now it's like some puzzle game but it's zombie survival or something like that yeah
3: zombie puzzle survival
2: yeah and it's like some it's like a gym or somewhere and this guy is helping this girl do some sort of leg curls and she farts in his face and that starts the zombie apocalypse and it's like what what do, what do we want what, what the hell kind of ad is this yeah
1: <laughs> Or you see, gotten, like, the puzzle have,
2: games where, like, like the, the girl's, race, like, pregnant, and then, and like, like, she walks, she walks out, out on the street, and, and her guys, guy's, like, forking some so other girl bed over bed bed the hood of a car, and, and it's, and it's like, like, you know, <laughs> play Merge Mansion, and it's, it's like, okay, yeah, sure. Yep. It's, it's awful.
0: Richard, what's your unpopular trend?
2: Look, I wanted to. Pay. I got I got these recently because Chase was just talking about like game preservation and stuff like that. I thought these were awesome, and I mean, they, they got really good reviews, but they've lost the licensing. These are never mm. going to get remastered. They've already been taken off of all online stores. Uh, when I got The Godfather, uh, I got it through GameStop. Um, only two available. Uh, I'm sure other one's not available now. So, you know, these are going like the way of the uh, – and I had these. I don't know what the hell I did with them. They just kind of disappeared after a while. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's – you know, when you think about something like that that has like a license here, um, 'cause because Fran- I heard Francis Ford Coppola absolutely hated him. I don't know why. I thought it was a really good representation of, um, you know, his – his masterpiece, but anyway, yeah, that that's a problem with game preservation too. Is if it's license based, and then the licensee or the licenser is like, no, we're not going to do that again because that just that shuts it down right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, unpopular gaming trends. I um, I, I know it makes money. I know it makes a lot of money, but I hate the over commercialization of titles. Uh, I, I hate that like everywhere. Like, even before I played Fortnite, whenever I would boot up my PlayStation, that's literally the first thing I see. And I don't play it until yesterday. Um, having never played that game, literally, that's the first thing I see. when I. It's always current news, and it's always something fucking Fortnite. And then I go to Walmart, and, you know, I, I go from... I look for a He-Man figure, and it's just pegs of fucking Fortnite and, like, Minecraft. And it's just... I get tired of seeing stuff, and I mean, like I said, I know it's I know it's popular, I know it, but it's like, God, please come on! I mean, you go to the clothing, and they got Fortnite shirts and Minecraft shirts, and then you know it's Fortnite cereal, and it's God. I mean, was it that bad when I was a kid? Like I think back to the eighties. I mean, they had Nintendo cereal, but
3: I don't know. Maybe the worst that we had it was maybe it was like a major brand cereal, like. But but, for me in Detroit, because we didn't we didn't do all the name brand stuff, I was eating can vitamin in Detroit. Um, but uh the the biggest thing that i I noticed like from um, gaming brands was like they had a sonic ice cream and they had a Mario ice cream. And it was just like their face and then they had gumballs with the eyes and oh
0: yeah, yeah
3: yes, and the, well. and the
0: that, eyeballs were never in the right spot. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> it always looked like they just had a stroke. Yeah. Yep. Gumballs
2: yeah. Gumballs that were hard, hard as hell because they were frozen. That was, that was good ice like, cream, though, man. I remember the slimer, slimer pops was, that were kind of like, like that.
3: Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the worst I saw. There wasn't like billions of ads and, and T-shirts. I think I had one Sonic T-shirt, and I got that from a thrift store when I was a kid. So you know, it wasn't it wasn't all that popular now. But nowadays, if um, you know, you sneeze the wrong way, it goes viral on the internet. Somebody's like, "Hey, let's make a video game about this." <laughs> it turns into a triple A game, and now you see everybody wearing a shirt of someone that sneezed. You know, it's mm-hmm. this is just one of those things. People just love to ride trains
2: man the data, they they target they target children worse than tobacco companies did you know years ago so it's they're trying to get a book. it's the new cigarette it's called Fortnite
0: i mean i think i think pokemon really started a lot of that because when that first came out you know they had the games they had the shows and all of a sudden there's yeah. all this merchandise that came out and everyone's like oh we could really make a lot of money putting out stuff plushies and stuff and yeah just now it just—it's kind of this turn into this monster, as you put it, it's worse mm-hmm. than cigarette companies. I don't, you yeah. know.
2: With, with, with Pokemon, Pokemon, though, I'll have, have to—I'll to, have, have, to have to say to this that when it when comes, comes to like to the collectible card game, game that I, I feel it promotes like really good like social, like, social skills, skills and, and, critical and critical thinking. thinking. I think there's, there's a positive to it. Where there's no positive, positive benefit to fucking Fortnite it does not increase communication because kids kids are terrible when they're online Mm -hmm. and you know, no. (laughs) And Now I'm like, I want to tell Maddie, you're not playing Fortnite anymore. (laughs) She can have have, have a meltdown on me.
0: (laughs) She's actually really good at that game for the record. Um, Man, like,
2: you know, she she slipped up the the other day and she referred to it as her her PlayStation. PlayStation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, so she plays the hell out of it, and you know, I'm I'm on the couch with my little playing Beat Star on my phone. Um, she, yeah, she's remarkably good. But you know, the first game that she ever played like that was uh, Fallout seventy six. They had that. Uh, I think it was called Nuclear Winter, where they had that where it came in and stuff like that. And I would watch her play it, and this she was a lot younger uh, than she is now. And it was, I would be so impressed because it was just sheer dumb luck. Because there's no way that someone that young can be that good at something. But you remember, because she won, she was the last person standing one time. She was like five years old. Um, (laughs) Do you remember the part in the original Star Wars movie where the stormtroopers and the rebels, they're shooting each other down that corridor and 3PO and R2 go across and they don't get hit. They walk in between all these lasers Dude, that was her playing this game. The the storm had shrunk so small (coughs) there was probably about like six people left. And they were all just they were all clustered together, just shooting each other. She's not even shooting. She's just fucking walking like a red circle, just back and forth, trying to avoid getting shot. And she ended up winning. And I was just like No way in a million years would I be able to replicate <laughs> that strategy of just running around and surprisingly not getting hit. So, and she still she talks about that to this day. Badge of honor for her.
0: Had she won a round of Fortnite before yesterday?
2: No, no. So she got. Uh, I think the, by herself, the closest she got was like she's been in the top ten before. I think like eight or nine.
0: I like playing I like 10. making like mini games in Fortnite where uh we used to play one called the the Bush Challenge where all four of us would go to the four corners of the map and just hide in bushes the whole time and then and you're like your goal is to work your way back to each other and then you're all having to hide like in the same bush and then you just run from bush to bush and then you get to the very end of the game. Pretty fun. Like like making mm. little fun things in there. But anyway, let's let's burn through these uh unpopular gaming trends from Reddit real quick. We'll try to speed through these. There's not a lot of them. I, I uh, made sure to not include the one about politics because Richard tried to engage <laughs> with somebody over that. And it just, they didn't have an argument you know, for it. <laughs> I didn't
2: want to have an argument. I just wanted them to explain their position on it. And then they, they did it horribly wrong. And then somebody, <laughs> somebody jumped, jumped on them. And I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, like, I don't like. I don't like either side of the argument. I think it's. it's I think his reason for not liking it was was not good. And then I think the person that decided to jump on him for it, I think their argument was not good. So I was just like, yeah, I'm not not even.
0: Anyway, so a lot of these probably going to get a rise out of somebody. Um, First one uh, from Page Master General says, the move away from physical media, kind of like what you've been talking about for game preservation, um does not doesn't even like the idea that xbox and playstation put out all digital consoles like doesn't even care for it um second one i'm not pronouncing this name because it's just a random string of letters uh but they really brought back like a time that i remember fondly which was the phase where every game was trying to be like call of duty uh the big one that came to my mind was like halo 4 and halo 5 they really tried to make themselves act like call of duty and like there was a time where call of duty tried to be a lot like halo and halo tried to be like call of duty and then both of the games sucked really bad and then no one even played them. no one talks about those anymore um turtle star says couch co-op games going away going the way of the dinosaur which i mean i miss couch co-op there's still some like it takes two Mm -hmm. and your mario kart stuff that people play but they're they're nowhere near as common as the they used to
3: be like. I feel right. like yeah, if, if you got it, it, an
2: online play option, you should have a couch co-op option.
3: It, yeah, it it seemed like it kind of it kind of died with the plug and play era. Now that I sit back and think about it, cause there was no there was no online pretense. Well, I mean it was there, but like nobody really used it. Like a um, good example, um GoldenEye, Double Seven GoldenEye, or. um, what was it a um, dark something or another it's kind of like um it's kind of like golden eye but like games like that um when those games start disappearing and we got into the the 360 and the online play and stuff like that it started fading away like it you rarely heard anything and now if a couch co-op comes out um it's usually what like you were saying it's like It'll be an online game that have their couch co-op in. Because um, It Takes Two is like couch co-op, right? It's
0: it's it's a game it that's is. made for co-op, and they encourage you to couch co-op it, but you, whenever you buy it, it comes with a buddy pass that you can give to another player, and they can download the game for free and play it with you if you don't have someone to play it with. Oh, that's awesome. So they, they did it right. Yeah, they, did. they did it right with that. Yeah, um, I the 360 era, like I mean, I remember four player split screen Halo Three, and then going online and playing. Like you had like a team before, uh, that was yeah. always really fun. Um, and then like you know, the Halo Infinite, like they dropped the roadmap for the next season and the season after that. They still haven't put campaign co op, which is like a staple of Halo. They have not put it in there. And it's been delayed to August. And, like, it's just an afterthought. Like, they're they're, they're prioritizing online campaign co-op before local split-screen co-op. It's like, I don't get... And I think it has something to do with, like, the hardware not being able to render the game... or I don't know how it works, but, like, put the game out there twice on one screen. I think it has something to do with that. But if they could do it 10 years ago, I don't understand why they can't do it. Um, this is my favorite one out of all of this. Uh, I save the galaxy uh, escort quests where you're having to drag some little kid or something around to a mission, <laughs> and and um, especially like when the kids don't or whatever you're escorting doesn't walk at the same speed that you do. They're always mm-hmm. like really slow, and if you get too far ahead of them, they they stop until you come back to get them. Um. I haven't played Horizon Forbidden West. Someone on the comments on that said that there is a really bad escort quest at the beginning of Forbidden West. Chase, most, most for uh, the
3: Dungeon it, was bad about that. But like, you had your little escort quest. Uh, a friend wanted to go see a friend in a dungeon. And uh, you take them along with you. Um, and they, they were always in the back where a lot of the enemies can spawn, especially if you've got your, your your three-man team already, where a lot of enemies can spawn because it's like, it's that box that's right outside the camera view when you, you walk through a narrow hallway. It's a box right outside the camera view. So you can get all four of your characters inside this narrow uh, hallway, and there'll be a monster that'll pop up right behind you. And you won't know the uh, escort Pokemon is being attacked, until it pops up in the text box. But then you've got to cycle back through your characters. you got to walk past one character, walk past another, and walk past another. And if you've played Mystery Dungeon, it's every time you move, they make a move. And most of these Pokemon that you're escorting are, of course, they're weak. So you're getting to the the later dungeons where the pokemon is stronger and they're being one-shotted you're only able to climb a couple of floors before you have to restart the whole quest again and it was just a nightmare for me
4: yeah yeah um yeah i know i know which which quest you're talking about now the, um but yeah, it, it starts out, and the, the guy is—I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's a slow, slow person. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know it's this question talking about, but but oh, but for the rest of the game, um, yeah, like uh, there's a lot of like you know, do you want me to tag along with you, or do you want me to meet you there? Kind of kind of deal. So you you do have an option of uh, do you want like that person to walk with you, and uh, they'll they'll give you some dialogue as they walk with you, or you can just if you've already unlocked that fast travel location, you can just go straight there. So, there's, there's options for that. And, and, like, I don't remember, even the ones that I did, like, you know, it was like, yeah, walk with me, and, like, they would they would keep up with my pace. So, it wasn't, like, a bad thing for Horizon.
0: I think um, one of the games that does escort quests the best is uh, 2018 God of War, because Atreus literally just, like, you're escorting him through the whole game. He's just there. and But he, like, he actually, the enemies don't target him, and, um he actually helps. (laughs) So, I mean, um, yeah, I need to finish that game. Anyway, um, Der Roger, all he said was seasons and I uh, joked in him and I was like, damn, yeah, you're right. I hate when I'm playing a game and it's in the summer. And then all of a sudden they have to put a mandatory ice level in there. So they make it winter. Um, he didn't get it, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, um, but yeah, he's talking about seasons and games, kind of like I mean, every free-to-play game has seasons where they'll theme it around something, and they'll have specific a new battle pass or whatever that goes along with it, like Fortnite's Doctor Strange tie-in for this season, and last season was Spider-Man because of No Way Home and all that. Um, oh, yeah, it's just,
2: that's just FOMO though.
0: That's also fear
2: I mean, of is, missing
0: out, man.
1: That's. Mm-hmm. that's-
0: Yeah. uh, Well, Dapper Performance said the FOMO that comes with battle passes and limited time events. Yeah. Quote, our games are turning from play however you want to have fun to grind the specific thing on the specific day. No, thanks. I don't want another job. Right. (laughs)
1: That's
2: That's not not just just games, though, like like the Kickstarter Kickstarter board board games that I get. I mean, that the the whole marketing 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 scheme is driven off FOMO. Do mm-hmm. you say, like, Marvel United, it went retail. retail. You can go, go buy it retail, retail, and you get, I think, I think you get, get like, like, eight heroes and three villains, villains whereas I have, I have the, the Kickstarter, Kickstarter, and the base game has, like, like 80 characters. characters. So, you, <laughs> so, you know, know, it's, and you'll never have, have that unless you were part of that, that Kickstarter, so.
0: Yeah. um, A lot of people said battle royales, battle passes. I mean, that's kind of the thing to hate right yeah. now. I don't mind them in free-to-play games. I just don't like them when I pay 60 or $70 for a video game, and then it also has Battle Pass. Like I think that's that that is corporate greed at its finest. Leave mm-hmm. it alone. Of- anyway. Um,
2: it's Marvel's Avengers, Avengers isn't it?
0: Isn't Aven- is? Avengers, <laughs> Call of Duty, <laughs> Battlefield, Halo. Well, Halo is kind of weird because if you get it on Game Pass, it's free, but um, you it's ten dollars, but their battle passes, they're they're like six month seasons, not like two three month seasons, because they're being taken forever to develop the game. Um, our friend Haley Hall, she's uh, in the Facebook group, uh, said, uh, microtransactions and also thirty dollar DLCs. Just why charging for half the game for like a quarter equivalent of content? Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like Call of Duty. I, Call of Duty is, like, my perfect example for everything because they always fuck something up. Um, $60 retail game, and then they'll charge you... I For a time, they would charge you $50 for their season pass, and it would be, like, four multiplayer maps and a Zombies map at a time. So you would get, like, I think 12, 12 multiplayer maps and four Zombies maps for $50 when you just paid $60 for... 20 multiplayer maps, two or three zombies modes and a campaign. So like it is their their numbers don't add up with that. I like this one too. Uh strength chain said forced online and single player games. So meaning like a game where there's no multiplayer component, but the game forces you to be connected to the internet to play it.
2: Oh, like, like the, the, the new Grand Theft Auto and the new Far Cry and <laughs> <laughs> the new almost <laughs> everything
4: that's
3: coming up. The new Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. I it think even make. a lot of games are to the internet. I mean, because like even some of the simple mobile games, um, you got to be connected to the internet. And like, and the only reason that you'll be connected to the internet is for the microtransactions. Yeah. Like, you can't play or the like game without the internet.
4: A lot of games are doing those uh, where you have to like agree to like the license thing. You have to be connected to the internet just 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 to to play play the the game.
0: game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, several years ago, everyone shit on Microsoft for putting online DRM practices in games. And they're like, no, we don't want that. And then one day everyone just started doing it and nobody gave a shit anymore. Just saying. Um, Everything becoming an open world game. I agree. Don't need everything to be open world anymore.
3: World, yes. um, sometimes so. I want to play a game that only lasts 10 12 hours. I don't, it doesn't have to last the span of my summer vacation, you know. That's not of deal. Yep,
0: I, uh, Richard, is Saints Row an open world game like the new one? Have they said mm-hmm. it is open world? They, they've,
2: they've all been open world, though. I mean, they're they're basically, I mean, they, they kind of originated as a GTA clone, so
4: yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you know what you're getting in, into with an open world game, like, yeah. Uh, like uh, only only exception recently, I feel like is Ghostwire Tokyo because it's it is an open world game, but it's not
3: humongous. Right. Yes, it's awesome, though. Yeah.
4: You know, I, I feel like the
2: problem with open world games is just because of the scale that they feel like they they some bar has been set, and if they don't meet it, then then they're not going to sell well. And I don't think that's the deal. Um, you know, Mm-mm. for as good as Elden Ring is. That game could have been scaled back a lot and still had the same reviews that it's getting now, but come out maybe two years sooner. you know they, they spend years and years developing and then they get postponed and stuff and then they they shit out this probably wrong term, but you know they produce this game that's just it's, the scale of it is staggering. And I mean, you know, I, I think we've all kind of had the same gist that, you know, once, you know, once we got the platinum on Elden Ring, it was just like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go play Mario Brothers 3 now. Because, you know, I don't want to, you know, yeah, they, they could have scaled back. And then some of that stuff could have been DLC and people, they, people would have bought it. Mm-hmm. The whole volcano manor that could not have existed in the game. And they could have released it as DLC and people would have paid money for it. I didn't, I didn't even do that till like like right before the end of the game. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of segments that just they don't feel like they're important to the story that could have been DLC. They could have focused on the main story game and then just unleashed you know, DLC and we could have came, had the game sooner. I think a lot of games are kind of guilty of that because they see like – because now I feel like my fear – Is that Elden Elden Ring has set set this bar bar that doesn't doesn't exist, exist. and people are going to be like, "Well, Well, if it's it's not at
0: least this big, it's it's not
2: not going to do as well." well.
0: No, if if games continue to get any bigger than that, I probably am going to have to just turn away from them because I don't know. Like, I've kind of I've said it before. Like, this game this year is literally like the year of massive open world games. Like we we had Horizon, Dying Light, and Elden Ring and I guess to an extent Pokemon legends like all within like two or three months of each other. And the end of the year is coming out with saints row God of Wars. I don't know how, you know, it's not really an open war game, but like po- the new Pokemon generation is open world. Uh, Xenoblade's open world. Like, I mean, you've got this a ton of crap that's coming out and it's like, I don't have time. I don't have time for all this crap. Like I need a game where I can turn my brain off and just, Thanks, Um Just, <laughs> I like Saints Row. To, um. I don't I don't think
2: Saints Row is going to have that same kind of, I, I've not seen the size of the map. I don't think they've ever even released it. But I, I don't think that, I think that's going to be on par with like maybe a, a major city in the outskirts of a major city. Um, may, maybe the size of GTA V, maybe a little bit smaller. I, I don't think it's going to have that same sort of staggering scope of of something like Elden Ring or, I don't know, I've not played Horizon Forbidden West yet. I don't – how how large is that world in, in comparison to, like, Elden Ring?
4: Um Horizon feels smaller than Elden Ring. Like a lot smaller? Like reasonably smaller? Or?
0: I remember the first game feeling like it was way too damn big. Like <laughs> – but comparatively, I mean, like it it, it,
4: language, it, feels, it feels it feels big, but it doesn't. I don't I don't know because, because it's, it's, it just, it just feels, feels it feels so, so much, much different. different.
1: Yeah. Um, I always I thought,
2: thought that you know, the, the first, first one, one felt, felt large just because, because I felt like I was always, always in danger
0: <laughs> wherever <laughs> I went. <you> know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let's uh, let's knock these last couple ones out. Uh, young little buddha says single player games trying to be uh a souls like and then he also followed up with or everything trying to be a souls like and then games also being hyper focused on story with a lack of good gameplay this is the one that richard i think he also engaged with yeah
2: and i didn't go back to see what he said i don't know i think it's one day where i said said what i said said and and i just kind of backed out of it because i don't but i i I think when I commented on it I said that the exact opposite was true though like you can have a game that is so much fun to play with beautiful mechanics but if there's not a story there to keep me
4: interested I'm not gonna play it mm-hmm. I think yeah games games have to have to feel rewarding yeah you know, if you're playing a game that's just kind of mindlessly you're doing stuff it's, it's just not feel rewarding mm-hmm
0: he also said, "Detroit Become Human" is the worst game ever made. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, that's his opinion. opinion. Yep. And all, it, you know, also like he's off base saying that like games that have to be Souls like now. no, there needs to be more games that have to be Souls like. Like I want Legend of Zelda to be Souls like. I want Castlevania to be Souls like. The exact is. opposite of that is true. I need, I want Mario to be so no, <laughs> no, Not Mario. But you know, if it, I think if it fits that sort of like, I think that, um, I think a Legend of Zelda, not necessarily maybe that level of difficulty because then you are going to turn people away. But I don't know, just that kind of look and appeal. I think it would work better for like a Castlevania.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, More yeah, so it, it than a Legend has to, Zelda, but... it has to fit the theme of the of like the series. Like, yeah. yeah, Zelda or Castlevania. I could never see a Mario Souls game. Um, that would just be crazy. <laughs> that or Donkey Kong, maybe Kirby, but not Donkey Kong.
2: <laughs> Kirby, Kirby Souls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and finally, this is actually at well, least I don't know like, way of uh, authenticating this, but he's this dude says he's a game developer. Um, he says uh, his name is Damascus ninety nine. Says uh. Free to play games because as a dev that gets paid on commission from sales, free to play games really hurt his paycheck. Um but he also defends the idea of putting battle passes in sixty dollar games because he gets make more money for it. Which I mean, from a developer side of things, like, yeah, cool, but it's anti consumer
2: too. I don't I don't mm-hmm. understand like a developer, developer is paid on, on what? Paid on commission he say for sales. Paid on commission? <laughs>
4: I guess it would depend on the depend on the game.
0: Yeah. How does that work
2: as a developer that you're paid on commission? That's just what sales for games. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you think the exact opposite of what he said would be true? If you develop a game that has like a lot of in-app transactions and stuff like microtransactions, that would actually do better for his. Unless you just develop a a free-to-play, free-to-play game that, that nobody enjoys and they're and not, spending not spending money on
0: it. Oh, so like any Ubisoft free-to-play game. <laughs> he works for yeah. yeah. He might work You know, on, like,
2: if, if you work, work for Epic, Epic and you're, you're a, developer a developer that works, developer that works off commission for Fortnite, Fortnite, I mean, you're, you're probably, probably not, saying not saying what he's saying.
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
2: you're, you're probably like, yeah, that's the bread and butter idea, baby. Yeah, so, so. I, I don't know. We need to know more. Guy yeah. who commented that, we need, yeah. yeah. We yep, need more man. info.
0: Yep. But, or girl. Yeah. Um, but that is all You're the safe. unpopular trends that we have. So we need to go ahead and start wrapping things up for this episode. Uh, I do have a tribute yeah. question.
2: That Mary elemental's getting pissed, man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all
3: been,
0: re- y'all been <laughs> recording for an hour and a half. This is the longest episode y'all have ever made. <laughs> Just going on. Um, <laughs> Anyway, let's let's wrap up with some trivia. Um, <laughs> this the uh, this week's trivia question is brought to you by the Wind Elemental himself. Um, <laughs> says, which Nintendo console has the most amount of original Mario games? Is it the NES, the Super Nintendo, the 3DS, or the Switch? So what what was was the the question question question? again? Which Nintendo console has the most amount of original Mario games? It was original,
2: Original super Super 3DS 3DS or or switch. Switch.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you just a little bit of information that will help, I guess. Um, because Chase kind of was listening to me come up with this trivia question, so I don't want to make sure Chase isn't like at an advantage with this. I had a hard time figuring out what cat what counts as a mainline Mario game with this uh, because of a certain game that counts as both. Um, so under the context of this, Yoshi games and Donkey Kong games are included in this. Because of one specific game that is both. So I just counted them all. Plus the Wikipedia thing said that they counted, so
2: I must must
1: must say say 3DS.
4: Yeah. I know which one is not.
3: (laughs) Um Super Nintendo?
0: Super Nintendo. Yeah, but
2: it, if it's not 3ds, Super it's 3DS, Super Nintendo. I would yeah. put it between Super those Nintendo. two. But I'm, yeah. I must yeah. say, 3ds though.
0: So. so the now that everyone's guessed the the confusion with this, where this came from, is that on the Super Nintendo, there is a game called Super Mario World Two: Yoshi's Island. So it's like, and you play as Baby Mario and Yoshi in that game. Yeah. The, the article. List Donkey Kong and Yoshi games as mainline Mario titles, whether he uh, is they're all in the same shared universe with this. So, like, it counts the original Donkey Kong, it counts Wario titles, Yoshi games, everything. Anyway, in reverse order, the game, the NES has 15 Mario titles, the Switch has 20 Mario titles. The Super Nintendo has 20 Mario titles, and the 3DS has 25. So if you said 3DS, you are correct. Um, there's actually, the, the article listed uh, also, what was it? Captain Toad Treasure Tracker for 3DS, Mario Maker, Mario, and the Mario and Luigi remakes. I didn't count those because they're, you know, remakes of games, but... Um, but the original yeah, I was
4: thinking that the, the the Switch had just mostly just remasters or ports. Yeah, those games. that's, that's why I was, I was trying like, to factor out those.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: but then I was thinking like Super like, Nintendo. I was like, you know, God, there's like, like those offhand kind of like Mario like, is missing. And, like, like there's mm-hmm. there was a ton of those other kind of.
0: Yeah, there. Um, I'm gonna see if I can pull that list back up again because there was another one. There was like three Mario teaches typing games, or Mario teaches letters, Mario teaches numbers, and mario teaches preschool education or some shit like that <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, i got my degree from mario teaches preschool
4: <laughs> they, they need to make a mario paint reboot now that the switch is like yeah. off. and like you know you can touch the screen and paint on the screen i don't see why they haven't done that
2: i want to play the little fly swatter game again man or you just mm-hmm. that, dude that was dope man
0: <laughs> they need to that uh that art academy game that was on the on the Wii U. They need to bring that back. That was fun. you mm-hmm. ever played that. Anyway, congratulations, Richard Chase, for getting another point on the board. And uh, let's go ahead and wrap up the show with some social media plugs. Richard, would you like to start?
2: No. <laughs> I'm I'm in jail right now, so I'll get you updated as soon as uh, my, my imminent release. So.
0: Are you big on just Instagram did little, too? Little.
2: Oh yeah, I guess I like could post to Instagram, but then it's always awkward when I have to catch them back up with Facebook. So I'm just gonna take a hiatus and get some content going. So I'll just do a PSA to like, you know, make sure that if you tell a joke on Facebook, that well, no, I don't even know how to. Just don't tell jokes on Facebook. Don't do it. Yeah. Even if you put LOL. Yeah.
3: That's
2: funny. And even if if everybody everybody else else in the the fucking fucking comment thread is saying (laughs) the same thing, it doesn't matter.
0: Or a good PSA would be to move all of your work to a different account than your personal Facebook. It's it's
2: It's a separate 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 account. account. The The fucking fucking Nazis. Nazis, They they know exactly. exactly (laughs) They know what I'm doing right now. This second, Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) is like on the corner over there, making Making sure. sure. And they don't give me any kind of reason, man, because I I log out of mine and I log into my separate Facebook account, but it doesn't tell me. It's not like, we know what you're doing and we know this is you, so we're not going to let you post here either. When I try and post on that one that's completely separate, I get this little prompt that says, oh no, something went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what, Mark Zuckerberg.
0: You know what you should do? Because they're probably they're probably linking it to your IP address. Go on your, your your business Facebook account on your phone and turn on turn off Wi-Fi, and see if it'll let I you post. I will try things.
1: that. I'll, I'll try that. Uh,
0: Steven, anything to plug?
3: Oh uh, no, not really. I've got um I've got some family matters to take care of for the next couple of weeks, so I really probably won't be putting anything out. If I do, it's just going to be like a downtime thing. Um. But uh you can still listen to my music on SoundCloud. It's uh Breaker Beach twenty twenty. Um I am doing starting to do intros for people. I've got a couple more people have done intros for. Um most recently there's a guy on uh, on Facebook, um, Token Black Guy. Um he's got a couple of my songs, one for his um uh, his intro and on one for his intermission, so, um, I mean, my music isn't necessarily conventional, um, but it's definitely something that will catch your ear. So, I mean, if, you, if that's something you're interested in and you need an intro, outro, intermission, come talk to me. I'm reasonable.
0: You need to put a, put an ad on the Facebook group so people can find that. Anyway, yeah. Chase, anything to plug?
4: Nothing going on this week. I haven't really seen any uh, good sales. I think the PlayStation's spring sale is still going on. Um, yeah, for like two more days. Mhm. Um but yeah, there were there were some Easter sales over the weekend, but those are coming and gone.
0: I think um uh, either today or tomorrow GameStop like nationwide is supposed to be having a PS5 restock oh, yeah. in store. So if you're still every, trying to get a every PS5, store. Yeah, if you're trying to get a PS5 might be a good chance to get one in person. Just go to check your local GameStop. If you see a line of people, you've probably already missed out. But anyway, that's going to be it for episode 88 of Next Gen Newsweek. Thank you Richard, Chase, and Stephen for joining me. We'll be back next week with whatever crazy gaming news that the wind elemental throws at us that time. Until then, have a good